Hey, this is in my humble opinion with Chaz Douglas, and I got my my brother, artist, author, singer, musician, minister Ryan Rutley. Man, thank you for coming on today, man. My brother Chaz, 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 you got it, man. High five in the spirit, bro. Hey, man, I want to be here. Oh yeah, thanks, man. So I want to start off with this, man. So you know, I've been been at CTAF for about. You know, I started in 2016, and, you know, one of the things, you, you stood out to me, man, because one of the things that was going on, because it's, you know, somewhat of a big church, and, uh, man, I, I just really appreciate right. how you how you welcome me in, man. Every time, I, you know, I see you at stages of manhood or just, you know, different, you know, on Tuesday, Bible study, or anytime I'm in a church, and it's like you knew my name, you know, and it, it's a big church, uh-huh. so it's like, you know, you saying my, you know, you, you know, you uh, greet me and, and, and that that helped with, you know, making a transition because I, I just moved back to to Michigan when I when I first uh, started at CTAB. So that that was a, a, right. a, a great thing. And then, man, we just kind of connected with, you know, this past year or so, you know, you facilitating the the single uh, the single small group and then man just invited me to different events welcoming me to your family man so i really appreciate you know and then we just we we connect and and, and link up outside of church too so man so i really appreciate you you know your wife your wife kanita man y'all just welcome me in like your brother so man i really i want to say i appreciate how you welcome me in and 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 just the brotherhood that we we have now i agree man to god be the glory man we we are brothers man and it's it's always been a joy just when I see you in passing and you see me in passing. It's always been that brotherhood, that kinship, man. Yeah. So I feel like most times when people go to church, um, it's it's just that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just knowing them on the first on, on the first name base, and it's just oh, okay. I see, you. but you know, um, we just believe in being uh, number one at our church, man. We have. They always say we have a friendly pastor. So big shout out to our pastor, Dr. Yeah. James Mormon. Yes. Um, he is that kind of a person, you know, where he doesn't let just anybody in his circle. So when you in, you know, as far as a family member yeah. and a church member, he's going to love you hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going to yeah. love you hard. He's going to love you well. And so we just try to, I guess, um, just have that kind of attitude, man, and have that kind of approach to it. Just, I don't want to just see Chaz, man, at Bible study, man. I want to, I want to have that fellowship, man. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, and I have to make it a priority to do that. So, yeah. Thank God that you, you, you felt that, you sensed that, man. And that's, that's just what it is, man. Because we, we are bros, man. So, yeah. You know, definitely, man. You and plus, you, you, you made it easy, man. You good people, man. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> that, man. Same, I mean, likewise, yes, man. Sir. Same, same thing. Hey, you know, yes, one thing I, I appreciate you, man, is. When you're when you're speaking, when you're when you're teaching, you're real transparent, and you you know what I mean like you 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 tell it like it is you you and and I appreciate that man because a lot of times you know some people not like that and so right, right. you know I know you know you you gonna d- dive into some deep stuff today man I, yes sir I, I'm curious to know you know because any obstacle or any challenge that we go through it makes us better. Right. How did how did that the process 
of your or of your divorce? How did that make you a yeah. better person? Like, how did that make you better, Ryan? That's a great question, man. You know, um, the Bible says that um, we know that all things work together, <laughs> and just that part of the scripture. Um, of course, the rest of it says it works together for our good. Yeah. And the thing is, is as a as a as a Christian, Chaz, and to anybody that's listening, um, a divorce is not an easy process. Obviously, it is not. Um, and if you're a Christian, you know that you know as Christians, we don't really we don't even believe in divorce. Mm. Um, but you know there are grounds for divorce, and there are uh, regulations in place. Um, for divorce. And a lot of times people go through them because it's just an emotional reason why they, they, they've chosen to go through it. There's no biblical base. It's not like, you know, they sought counseling out. They exhausted all the resources. They just, I don't like you no more. I'm going to just divorce you. So, mm-hmm. um, so through that, the mentality is you, you have to have the word of God in the front of your mind, man, mm-hmm. in your heart, to be able to handle, first of all, anything, mm-hmm. but it just so happened to be that being able to go through the divorce, how was I able to handle it? To be honest with you, man, I wasn't, okay. it was God, okay. you know, it was okay. that word mm-hmm. because the word shaping me up. And it was just like, my, my idea of it was get upset, get frustrated, mm-hmm. throw chairs at the wall, you know, <laughs> try to get full custody of the girls, you know, all kind of crazy, selfish things, mm-hmm. but it was more so, that word, man, that word whipped me into shape. And I got to admit that pastor had a lot to do with that too, man. He okay. was a blessing to me because, you know, in that season, you know, you can be lost. Nobody gets married to get a divorce. Okay. Nobody is in anything to get out of it. You know, mm-hmm. we we're in because we're in and, and as Bible believing citizens, you know, we know that we, you, you do something like that until death yeah. do you part physical death. Um, but now, you know, this generation is so full of stuff, man, that there's a spiritual death that comes with it too. So I was able to really, um, what helped me through the divorce man was studying the word of God and, and studying also my problem. You know, I believe that it's important when you go through something in life, you can, you need to study that. And, you know, and I played college football, so I was able to uh, watch film and study opponents and you you play basketball chess so you understand yeah. the art of knowing your opponent is yeah. it's important to understand that so uh i was able to i i had to start realizing what certain issues that i was dealing with in that process i had to go and look it up in the scriptures and see man okay what is what does it mean first of all to serve somebody or to build a, a divorcement and then what does that mean for our children? What does that mm-hmm. mean for me in ministry as a minister, as a, as a, as a musician, as a father, as a brother, and then as a brother in Christ, what is, what kind of effects is this making? Um, and it, it kept me accountable, you okay. know, it kept me accountable. So that process did a lot. It, it was very frustrating. It was hurtful. It was confusing. It was, uh, you know, um, you know, uh, it was also the physical part. It was like, mm-hmm. man, hey, man, I don't know how to have have no cookies when all I've been having is cookies. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. No, that's real. That's real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's tough, man. So 
the physical part was, uh, and that was interesting as well too, because um, I was deprived in a marriage, you know, mm-hmm. regarding that. And we, you know, we can talk, we can dive a little bit more into that later. But uh, well, overall, man, um, I, I can honestly say it was no goodness of my own. It was a very hard, frustrating process. But that just goes to show you that when you can't do it, you gotta trust in the one which who is God mm-hmm. to be able to give you the strength to do it. That's and good. I had to, I re, like I I acknowledged God, but that divorce made me realize God, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me what you mean by that. You acknowledge God, yeah. But it, but it, the divorce made you realize God. It right. kind of explain what you mean by that. So many of us, we go to church when things are going well, when things are going right, and things are going as planned. You know, we feel like God only only helps us when things are right. Okay. But when things are wrong, that's when you really have to trust in the Lord that you're talking about all the time. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I those scriptures that I've been quoting all them years, I had to dive into them. Mm. I had to really, really lean into my relationship with the Lord. You know what I mean? And I praise God for that because most times when you go to divorce, it's either going to be one of the two extremes. You either going to dive all the way in the Lord or you're not. You're going to just start indulging in. Well, now it's time for me. It's my time now. I need to be selfish. I got to. I still had to look at two daughters every day that needed to eat and go to sleep. <laughs> you know what I mean? And get, yeah. get to and fro. So this wasn't the time to be selfish. And and I think, I think a lot of times when we, when we, when we go through hardships in our life, we are forced to look at it from a selfish um, approach. And when you are in the word, this is why the word was so important in that season is because the word will show you how to do to, to do life. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to, you know, that statement of me saying that I had to realize God for, for I grew up in church, so I knew how to acknowledge the Lord. I mm-hmm. knew the rules of church. I knew how to say amen. I knew how to shout hallelujah. I knew how to shout. I knew how to dance. I knew how to give a tithe <laughs> mm-hmm. and I know how to leave and go home, yeah. you know, but now having that fellowship with God and even a suffering moment, it, I was able to now apply godly principles in a situation that I was confused about. You know, I was able to now realize the hand of God was still working while I felt like the, my world was just falling apart. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. so now it went from acknowledging God. To, oh, I praise you. And all the all the surface talk. Mm-hmm. Now I had to realize God. I had to I had to dwell with God. I had mm-hmm. to depend on God. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I had, it, 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 it was a real gut check on my faith. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna are you gonna get closer to God? Or are you gonna wild out now? You know mm-hmm. what I mean. So um, that's what I mean when I say I had to. I've acknowledged God for my life, but now I was in a position where I had to realize God. So those scriptures had to come to life now, and I had to apply them. And then I had to further study them. And I had to really. I'm like, okay, if, since this is real, not if, but since it's real, man, those days that were questionable for me, where I didn't, I didn't know how I was gonna pay rent, man. You know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had it now, now I'm I'm faced with child support and stuff, mm-hmm. man. And, you know, I just I just I, I wasn't used to that kind of lifestyle. I wasn't used to a family being broken up and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. I, I didn't understand that. So it was 
it was breaking my heart to see my daughters be involved uh, in something like that. But the Lord protected their heart. And that's how I was able to realize God. I said, man, because there was a side of me also trying to control it. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, you know, now now I'm on my own and I got to I have to figure life out now. And so, you know, you have to balance that with with being around other people, too. And that really helped me, too. I, I can't lie, man. The church and the kingdom of God and God's people being around the saints being able to pull on that strength made me realize that I wasn't the only one going through it by myself as well. Mm-hmm. No, that's you cool. know, we're, we become an Island. This generation, we, we, we are been so selfish and social media has blinded us Chaz to make us feel like we can make it on our own. And the truth of the matter is we really can't, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the Bible says that two is better than one any day. Yeah. So, and divorce does that. Divorce is a form of separation and isolation. Mm-hmm. And many people don't, they, they, they're not able to recover if they don't have God in their life because they're trying to do it on their own. And that's how I was able to deal with it. Oh, that's good. Amen. Hey, hey Ryan. So after you dealt with it, how did you, how was the, how did you handle the single, your single season? Like what, what were some what were some wins that you had? What were some challenges yeah. that you had in that sing in that single season that you were in? Right. And that's a that's a great question. The the first one is always gonna be mental. It's always gonna be, you know, what is the consequence of me being single? No, mm-hmm. I don't have a boo. No, I don't get to have no sex. Mm-hmm. No, I don't get to spend the night with somebody, you mm-hmm. know, or you know what I mean? Or a co-parent or whatever. So it's the first obstacle to be honest with you was the mental capacity. Okay. Uh, and I would, I would even, I would even couple that with the spiritual part too, because um, it, marriage is a spiritual covenant. This is why you can't be in and out of relationships. This is why you can't be in and out of marriages is because it's not a casual meet somebody at the bar, walk away home with somebody. You think God just bought you your whole life with somebody you know, it's a covenant, man. Mm-hmm. And we've we've made casualties out of covenant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We we just, you know, now we've got these these unrealistic shows now where you can date somebody for thirty minutes, and you at the end of the show you got to make a decision if yeah. you don't propose. That's good. It's like, yeah, yeah. are you serious? You you can't you can't do that in thirty minutes unless <laughs> God Himself says this is it. Yeah. And in most cases, that is not going that to happen. Is. That's just not going to happen, man. Now, you know, you, you're going to have some that that believe that God divinely did that. Okay, cool. That's that's your portion. Just make sure 30 years later on, it's still God. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so, time will tell you. It will, yeah. man. Yeah. So, you know, I don't suggest that for anybody unless God himself is divinely connected to that. But um, some of the wins were... You know, uh, a lot of that was again. The, so the mental part, obviously, the single, the, the 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 physical part was very tough. You know, I'm a I'm a I'm I'm a I'm 100 man. Yeah, I'm yeah. so glad to say that too. There's yeah. no if ands and buts about it. And I and I get it. We are in a generation now where there's trans everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, the only thing that transformed was I I got I, I got a, new, a you know the Lord brought me the wife of my prayers, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's the only transformation that I have experienced, <laughs> but you know, but, uh, and that's no, and I'm not saying that light 
it's just we 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 are we're living in such a backwards generation. But um, but when I say that, I say that with all dignity, with all honesty, with all integrity. Uh, I I didn't have an issue, you know, with um, women. It was just now controlling my thoughts and my desires down to the science of knowing that I'm not a boyfriend. I'm a husband. Mm. So because I knew that would be a struggle for me physically, I knew I said, man, OK, I got to be I got to I know I'll, I got to be married yeah. because I don't want to be in sin. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and you know, and I've made choices and, and made mistakes and done things that I'm not necessarily proud of. But I do thank God that one, my heart was always in a place of repentance and um, and not only to God, but I repented to women that I might have. Um, crossed, you know, mm-hmm. and I didn't even marry my wife now without that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. wanted to make sure that 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 slate was clean. Mm-hmm. Any woman that I had, and it and it it might not have had to have been intercourse, sexual intercourse. It could have been foreplay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It could have been anything yeah. that was that was playing with the devil's ground. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to make sure that I repented to those women. Um, and those daughters of God, man, before even moving forward. And I believe that's really the reason why the Lord gifted me um, with um, the wife now of my dreams, man, because of taking care of business that way. So, you know, just to answer your question and keep that 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 coherent, um, those were some of the wins. Um, I, plus, one of the one of the storms was also I was so used to, I got married young, so I was so used to being married that I didn't know how to date. I didn't. Okay. I, I, honestly, man, I didn't. I didn't know how to go out and select a woman. You got to be fine. You got to look good. You got to be <laughs> sexy. You got to be light skinned. You got to have long hair. You got to have nice teeth. You got to have a good, you know, uh, you got to be, you know, um, a good friend. Yeah. You know, it was for me, it was a lot of those surface bases, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, and it was it was kind of like starting all over again. And when you in your 30s and 40s, man, it's harder to start all over again mm-hmm. when you are in a routine of yeah. life. And again, that's got to come with the help of the Holy Spirit, man. So, uh, though that was another win, you know, was, is, is so, um, you know, so between the mental capacity, the spiritual capacity, being able to start over the physical part, it was, it was like, it was a whirlwind. And, and, and at one point, man, it, it, it got so overwhelming. I just got frustrated, you know, and I'm like, man, Lord, listen, we gonna have to have a talk because these cold showers and push-ups is getting old, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's just real, man. Yeah, that's yeah. Just real. You know, I had felt fell back into pornography for a small portion of that time, man, mm-hmm. and it was it was that was tough. Yeah, that was tough, man. Because you know, when you are God's man, uh, I just believe that worshipers are probably the most intimate type of people on the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. When all you are, when you know you are good at giving, mm-hmm. good at serving, and you are adamant about serving, it flows into other parts mm-hmm. of your relationship. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know right? what I'm saying you because you can't help but to serve, man. It's just in you. You your argument is not who paid the bills. Your argument is, is who served who today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Your argument is not where you've been all day. No, your argument is. Babe, I didn't even get a chance to hug you today. I didn't get a chance to love you. Today. I didn't get a chance. You know what I mean? So givers, excuse me, worshipers are the best givers. Mm. They are the best givers, man. You you won't have a problem out of them. 
Yeah. Because when you know how to worship God, then God is this, that same God you're worshiping knows how to get your attention to serve another person. Mm. He'll say it. He'll even say it with your girlfriends and boyfriends. Say this, do this, go here, do this. That's good. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Because some people feel like he can only speak to you in a marriage. No, he can speak to you in your relationships. Mm-hmm. And that will let you know if that's the right place to be or not. And all people that I've dated, man, they weren't bad. They were beautiful women of God. They were mm-hmm. kind. They were generous. They were giving as well. They shared a lot of the same interests that I had. The only thing is, is that they were not built for me. Mm. They weren't bad people. And the Lord, he, he, he showed me that twice, a couple of times, actually, He where I was frustrated. I'm thinking, man, but I really, I thought I loved this sister. I thought I was in love with her. And the Lord said, no, the thing is, you haven't realized yet that she's just a seed. Mm. Mm. She's not the fruit. <laughs> so the Bible says one plant, one water, but it's God that gives the increase. Yeah. And if you're in a relationship that is is more of a burden than a blessing, you, you know that you're not in the right place, bro. And okay. we try to stay around so long. We so loyal, hoping it's going to work out. Nobody has time to hope and wish for anything. You can't live in possibilities you have to live in actualities mm-hmm. if this man is not opening the door for you and it's bothering you why are you still what it's, it's going to be a problem later because it's a problem now mm-hmm. unless that person is has humility enough to say i'm willing to be flexible flexibility is the only caveat to the solution of any bad relationship let me it's flexibility let me ask you this because you you said that these women you know, or a seed, what did, how did they help you with finding your wife then? How did they mold, or, wow. you know what I'm saying? Because Great I, question. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's an amazing question. What, what, how they helped me, man, were the traits that they've carried. Okay. You know, um, the meekness, the things that helped me to realize that I'm a husband and not a boyfriend Mm -hmm. because most times when you're in relationships, we give girlfriends wife privileges (laughs) too soon. Yeah. We give, and and women give boyfriend privileges. uh, Excuse me. They give husband privileges to boyfriends and the immature part of us wants to just go ahead and let our hair down and give our whole self to this individual without allowing them to prove themselves to us. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is, is I've made them a study. I've studied them. How they helped me is they were able to show me the good things that I do desire in a marriage. And then the things that I, that were challenging, those were things that I knew, okay, hey, I can or I cannot live with this situation. And my parents used to always say, don't marry somebody that you can get you that you can be with. Mm-hmm. Rather, marry somebody you can't be without. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think most times we're with people because we are just tolerating them and not celebrating them. Mm-hmm. You know, and so how they've helped me, man, is they were able to show me who they really were. And then I was able to go back and make a decision in prayer and consider, is this something that I can allow in my daughter's life or not? 
Is this something I can allow in my life? As a minister of God's gospel, am I comfortable with knowing that this sister is going to be cussing and, and fussing while we out oh, at church? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. can't have that, man. Mm-hmm. You're going to be embarrassing me on your social media pages. You're going to be acting a fool and half-dressed. Yeah. I can't have that in my life, man. Now, yeah. do you look good? Are you sexy? Are you off the chain? Are you fine? <laughs> Are you at that time all of the above? And yes. But as I continue to mature in my singlehood, then now that started narrowing narrowing down my desires before the Lord to say, wait a minute, I like all of this, but do I need all of this? Mm-hmm. I need to ask God for what I need more than what I want. Mm-hmm. Because if I ask him for what I need, I can have what I want from what I need, but I might not get what I need if I just get what I want. That's that's a good one. That's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> if you just get what you want, what you need is always going to become a need. It's yeah. always going to be a desire that's not fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just important that um, understanding that to answer your question, man, it was, you know, those are the things that helped me realize, okay, hey, because I remember one time the Lord spoke to me. I was so frustrated. I was like, man, I like this. is I like this. And God showed me, hey, this is okay. And this is for those that are listening that are mature with the dating process because it's not wrong to date. Mm-hmm. What's wrong about dating is when we compromise and when we don't communicate. Mm-hmm. And. I was in a place where, and God, he literally slowed me down and said, listen, the reason why you're frustrated is because you have a lot of choices. Mm-hmm. And I said that humbly. I never thought of myself so high. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I can have this chick. I can have this chick. Mm-hmm. And I can have this chick. You know, eventually I got to the place where I was like, man, I, I think I got some Rutley sauce in me, man. I think, you know, <laughs> I, can, I can, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a football player. I like working out. I know, I know ladies don't like to have no punk. Yeah. So, hey, let me let me keep. Let me keep doing that because I think they like that, you know, mm-hmm. but got to the place where the Lord spoke to me, man. And he said, whenever you have a lot of choices, don't make a choice. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll stop. I said, wait a minute, Lord, hold on. See, and this is just the benefit of spending time with God because he will lead you and give you wisdom. You don't have, man. Yeah. This is now, this what people don't understand. You can't get this from watching Dr. Phil, Oprah, mm-hmm. and, and YouTube, man. There's no do it on your own or do it yourself handbook on this. You got to listen to the Holy spirit. And so he said, don't make a choice when you have a lot of choices. He said, but instead you wait to meet the one that now doesn't leave you any more choices. (laughs) That's good. Now you make her a decision. And the reason why God said that, which messed me up, is because a choice is when you have more options between one or two people. Mm-hmm. But a decision is when you narrow down your focus to someone who shares many desires as you do That's through true. the eye lens of God. And now you narrow down her as a choice to become a decision. That's good. And that's when you know you are in a you you are on cruise control now mm-hmm. because because now you can blame God for what he's doing <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah when you make a choice man you can always go back and look at why you know when you make choices those are the kind of people that keep saying why do I keep dating the same kind of people well it's mm-hmm. because you're making the same kind of choice yeah you you're going by preference more than you are purpose 
when you when, when you talk about part when you talk about part a purpose partner what what do you what do you mean by that can you explain man that? that's a great question yeah purpose man is and 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 here's here's let me first let me first say this that a lot of people are so caught up into what they prefer long hair mm-hmm. <laughs> nice eyes broad shoulders nice teeth those are all exteriors okay but purpose is what lives on the inside of you okay and what proves that is the bible says in ecclesiastes uh 12 and i love this passage it says that um to everything there is a time there is a season and a purpose and i'm paraphrasing mm-hmm. time always runs out Mm-hmm. Seasons always run out, but purpose lives on even when you're done living. Mm, yeah, it outlives you. Okay, the thing that outlives you, hallelujah, is your purpose. Mm. When you connect with another person that has something that outlives them, and you connect with that person, that's a dangerous force because even whether you're there or you're not there, that purpose is living mm. through you. When you can walk into a room, man, you and your wife, and the Lord blesses you, and, and, and when, this, when, when the Lord does this for you, even, Chaz, I'm, I'm daring to say this publicly, that when the Lord blesses you with, with a bride, you'll be, you'll, you'll, you, you might have things about her that you prefer, but when the purpose is being fulfilled, man, then when you guys are not even around, you guys know you've been met for each other. Mm, that's and watch this. You know you've been met for other people. Mm. <laughs> that's good. Most, most relationships are just as good as the two people that's sitting right there. Mm. But how many other people are affected by your relationship? How many people can see y'all praying together and saying, you know what, I, I need to do that with my wife. I need to do that with my husband. Yeah. I need to do that with my significant. When your purpose, man, is being fulfilled in the lives of others. See, the thing is, is we are so caught up in this generation on legacy and purpose, and we don't even really understand what that means. A legacy or a, of your purpose is not what you have. It's who else is affected by what you have. Okay. And that's what I mean by purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, when, so, for example, it could be preferred that you date, and this is just this is just an example. So, hopefully, this is not the truth to any Sally that's out there. But <laughs> let's say you dated Sally because Sally was just so fine. Yeah. But Sally had a smoking problem. Mm-hmm. Right now, you understand that smoking affects not only you, but it affects your surrounding. I'm just mm-hmm. this is just this might be a bad example, but the case in point is if you know you cannot stand smoking, it just bothers you, it's in your clothes, you know, it's just then you you got with Sally based upon your preference mm-hmm. because that was an exterior thing. Oh, but she looked good though. Oh man, she got a body though. Oh, but she can talk well though. Yeah, but on the inside, it's messed up. Yeah, and it's 
if there's a malfunction or there's dysfunction that's happening that you're ignoring just to be with her. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we bypass problems and red flags and not paying attention enough to the yellow caution signs that's standing right there. Yeah. You know, so now on the inside it's messed up. So you're saying, man, I'm really irritated by the smoking habit, man. But I, I mean, I'm just, and you calling it love, but it's really lust yeah. <laughs> because you with her because of all the external factors. You haven't said one thing about her internal yet. Other than the fact that you know her lungs would be more black and black, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When uh, when something on the inside affects you, and something on the in- inside affects her about you, and it's not limited to the physical world, that's when you know, bro, you 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 got something else. You got something else, and you're winning. You're yeah. winning because when the physical world is not as as illuminated and highlighted then you know okay hey i got a fr- and most people they date what they like mm-hmm. but they don't have a friend in their mate <laughs> they don't have a brother in christ in their mate they don't have a sister in christ in their mate and the best relationships are those where you can be a friend and you can be a brother in christ you can be a sister in christ so that when things do become tumultuous or problematic or concerning, then at least you know you're still talking to a brother in Christ. That's at least is. you still know you're yeah. talking to a sister in Christ. I heard you and Lisa talking, man, on one of the um um one of the other podcasts uh shows in the moment it was just really blessed. It, it blessed me because Lin- I heard Lin- say, I'm sorry, I said Lisa God for girl, I'm sorry, Lindsay, yeah. my girl, shout <laughs> out to you, girl. I'm sorry. I owe you a sandwich. That's my beautiful (laughs) sister. That's my girl. But she was mentioning that. Yeah. She mentioned that on your podcast and I heard that and it blessed me um, how she can be vulnerable and protected by somebody who would treat her as such Mm -hmm. a brother in Christ would. That's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that was good. And that's a very great observation because if you don't respect women of God as your sister in Christ, then respecting her as a wife is out the picture yeah. if you don't respect a brother in christ as a man of god then respecting him as a husband is out the picture yeah i know that i was 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 a uh, part of the ministry or you know or attended the members of the church when you were in that 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 uh transition from uh divorce to single right. And everything and so You was there for that man you're right I, I remember and, and this is going to You know go into why One one of the reasons why I, I have you on today Is because I could see you know you You know you would go up you know During stages of manhood and facilitate Different you know events and You could kind of see uh, Not frustration But when yeah. you When you when you marry Kanita you can Amen. see it you can see a change like and i was i was i was so happy when i would see you know you on social media and then you know just seeing like your 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 outlook on life and just you know you just you just had this a different look after you got married and i was so happy for you because wow. not that you were sad but sure, it was just no, like but it was just like he's different now. Like he's 
He got joy, you know, he got joy. He's happy with this woman of God. And so you all got a beautiful story. And I know it's going to take a little minute to, I'm going to give you that, you know, I want you to tell the, the listeners, like, how did you, what's the story between with you and Kanita? Because it's an interesting story and it's very encouraging and inspirational to somebody who's, waiting to find their wife or waiting to be found as a woman because you know you right. were all were a little bit older when you when you got married right. so true what, what's your story you know tell the listeners your story because it's a is a, a a very you know interesting encouraging story amen well first of all man i i want to take this opportunity and plug uh this podcast that i'm 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 so crazy proud of you chas for doing this podcast for allowing listeners to chime in, to learn, to listen, to prayerfully consider yeah. different ways and, and, and to find um, the ways of God and to know their purpose, to walk in purpose, and to share those same questions and answers that a lot of other people really haven't tapped into yet. And so yeah. I want to appreciate you for that. And and hearing you saying that, like, cause you're right. And I, you know, I think that's part of my process too, is guys like you, man, you know, mm-hmm. you were able to see your brother, you know, in the fight for life and come out on top. You yeah, know that saying? was, man, that's awesome, man. Like I'm really, is. I was really happy when I, when I, when <laughs> I saw, you know, that you were getting married and, and going through that right. because I could see a change, you know, it was like, wow. you know, you, you were, like I say, it wasn't like you were just mad or mean or anything, no, but you could, t- but it's a different, it's, <laughs> it was different when you did get, was my know. hallelujah a little bit more stiff though, uh, Chad, <laughs> yeah. at church, <laughs> man, it was just like, man, it's something different, you know, like it's, yeah. your yeah, continents change when you were with her. Wow. And that's beautiful. See, that to me, man, and I'm gonna go ahead and dive into how we met, man. But that to me is that's a that's a that's a purpose move right there, bro. Yeah, yeah. When when somebody can say, "Man, I saw you, I saw the before picture, and I saw the after shot." Yeah, and the after shot looked way more confident and yeah. calm than, yep. than the before. Like that's a beautiful testimony, man. Yeah, you know. Um, but. To expedite time, man. What no, no, was, take your time. I, I mean, yes, take your time. Yes, I, I don't want you to rush through it, you know, because it's a, you. it's a, it's a blessing. You know, yeah. it, it's a, it's a very inspirational, encouraging story, especially for me because, I mean, I've been, I'm, I was kind of similar to Kanita as far as like waiting, being single right. for so long, like so. No, right. don't, right. don't, don't, uh, don't, don't try to expedite. You know, <laughs> take your time on the, on the story. Like, you know, I want yes, you to get details. I appreciate it, man. You got it, boss. Well, I, I will do that. I will do that. So what happened, man, is uh, in 2014, what's ironic is I had just got back from Africa the first time I've been to, to Cameroon. And um, and I I heard the Lord say in my, in my heart, man, um, and keep in mind, at that time, I had only been divorced for two years. But I knew that it was going to be a journey. I knew it was going to be a process. And I knew in the back of my mind that I would not introduce my daughters to anybody unless I knew I was going to marry them. Okay. So it makes sense now. Like, like Again, this is another now moving from acknowledgement to realizing. And I didn't realize that until just now telling you that. That okay. I actually okay. met her two years after my divorce. 
Okay. But I didn't realize I was going to marry her seven years later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was is I went to a concert and um, a good friend of mine who um, invited me had invited me uh, because Lonnie Hunter, who was the MC, Lonnie Hunter, who is uh, a, a very, very amazing gospel artist. Big shout out to Lonnie. Uh, he's a gospel artist, and he was touring at that time. And at that time, he ended up emceeing this concert uh, at a church in Detroit, uh, which is uh, uh, New Liberty uh, Missionary Baptist Church in Detroit. And so I went to the concert, and in the back of my mind, that whole season, I kept hearing God say, you need to prepare to meet your wife. Mm. You need to prepare to meet your wife. You need to prepare to meet your wife. And I just kept hearing that. So everywhere you go, dress like it, smell like it, look like it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. So, I went to the concert. I was very tired because I was producing a lot of records and I was traveling a lot that time. But I just kept hearing the Lord say, prepare for your wife. So every day, man, I would write down, um, you know, in that frustration uh, season, I would write down my desires on an empty plate Mm. in my apartment. And I would write down my desires before the Lord, what I wanted emotionally, spiritually, sexually, uh, physically, what what I wanted in a wife. I I would write that down every day on the plate. And I would have dinner with that plate every day okay. uh, until the Lord manifested it. So I uh, went to this concert, saw Lonnie. He was emceeing. At the end of the concert, he was able to sing a song, a couple of songs with his background singers. And he let his background singers have a piece of the song to lead. So only two of them stood out to me. And that was this young man named uh, Chris, uh, Chris, who was a beast. He was a he was a, a beast of a singer and Kanita. Those two stuck out to me, their voices. And I kept thinking, man, as a producer, if they're ever in town, I'm going to use them. Yeah. You know, I would love to use their voices in the studio. So uh, at the end of the concert, I went and introduced myself to the both of them, to Chris. And uh, we connected. And then I introduced myself to Kanita. And it, I think it's I think this is amazing. Every time I tell this story, I, when I remember it, it just it touches my heart. But I went to introduce myself to her. And again, you got to keep in mind, I'm, I'm working out. I'm taking cold showers. I'm worshiping <laughs> the Lord. I'm meeting these fine sisters in churches and stuff. So I'm like, OK. And uh, so when I went up to her, it was clean. It was it was it was very clean. I went up to introduce myself and I just told her how much I enjoyed her voice uh, and I enjoyed her ministry. And instead of asking for her number, man, I said, you know what? I want to I want to do this clean. And let me just take a pause to tell guys that, you know, there's a difference between, you know, how guys always say, oh, that's that's the wifey type right there. That's yeah, the wifey yeah, type. Yeah. You know, what that means, ladies, is if you are a lady that I want to be with out of convenience, I'm a step to you out of convenience. OK, if I if I see something special about you or I sense something special about you then watch this. I'm a ch- I'm going to change. Mm, that's good. <laughs> I'm going to change my approach and I'm going to step to you in a special way. That's good. So I'm only going to step to you the way you allow me to step to you. That'll preach, but I ain't going to do with that right now. <laughs> Anyways, she was respectful. She was mannerable. Uh, and she was beautiful, but I wasn't trying to come hollering or lusting. It was genuine. It was clean. And so I wanted to make sure that I respected her by saying, you know what? Instead of asking for her number, I felt like it would be if it was God's will for me to see her again, it would be. So I said instead at that time, social media got popular and we just had come out of the season of 
MySpace and and, and all that. <laughs> yeah, that, okay. Anybody remember? So Facebook became popular during that time. So I said, hey, if you're on social media, if you're on Facebook, I tell you what, I'll just reach out to you there. Just so you know, you're not in Detroit and no crazy black man is trying to holler at you. Uh, you know, you're, you're in a safe environment with me. And so um, so I, I did that. And then I followed up with her, man. You know, and so seven years that went by, to be honest with you, I sent yeah. her a couple of messages just saying hello. And I never really got a response. She ignored me. Yep. Boo, boo. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, y'all. I'm just kidding. But uh, those years went by and come to find out she was in relationships. I was in relationships and we just were learning and, and God was just purging us and all that good stuff. And so uh, it was that was 2014 when I met her, man. And it wasn't until 20, I believe it was 2021 that um, I was in a season where I had just um, broke up with uh, a, a girlfriend of mine who you know, I just, I just thought, man, I, I just knew that I was going to marry her and, uh, it just didn't work out that way. And so I was in a funk, I was in a depression state and, uh, I was just praying and fasting and I was believing God. Cause I still heard God say, you are so close. Mm, <laughs> you are good. so close. He kept sending me reminders, man. And again, these weren't bad people. It's just, they weren't the one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I had preferences, but I, I wasn't walking in purpose yet. So one night I was very frustrated and I began to pace the floor and I was praying and fasting. And the Lord kept blinking this image of Kanita in my head. Mm. And I'm like, what is going on, man? Like, why am I thinking about this chick? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And again, that's just behoove you to listen to God, even in your emotional state. You got to hear from the Lord, man. And um, so I'm pacing the floor. I'm praying. And I, and I saw her face three times. So the first time I'm like, hold on, Lord. Hey, what's up with this? Yeah. Is this me? Is this you? I mean, what's mm-hmm. going on? And then so I, I just kept walking around thinking and praying. And I thought about her again. I said, whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is what? the same day? Is this the same, same night? night? Okay. Same night. Yep. She flashed again in my head. So I began to pray for her. And most times when I see somebody, an image of somebody, then I'll begin to intercede because I know now it's got to be something that God wants to be either revealed or it's something that God wants concealed. And so um, I just began to pray. I, I'm like, I don't I don't know what to pray for, but just bless her, you know, just yeah. allow her to be in your will and protect her. And just, you know, a, a prayer that a brother in Christ would 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 pray. So the third time I thought about her, I just I got I, I got like spiritually bout it with God. I was like, look, okay, okay, okay. dude, let's, let's, let's talk now. Lord, I didn't pray. I didn't, I didn't heard you. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't walk. What's going on. And the Lord spoke, man, in just a simple practical way. And he said, tell her you're thinking about her. Just send her a message on Facebook again and tell her you're thinking about her. Now, keep in mind, I wasn't thinking about the other messages that she missed. Okay, (laughs) You know what I mean? I just heard the Lord and I obeyed him. The thing about it is, Chaz, I never had peace until I obeyed him. Mm. Because as he when he was speaking, then I got carnal and I started trying to rationalize. Well, I don't know her like this. She don't know me like this. <laughs> yeah, she could yeah, get a relationship. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? When God speaks, man, you just got to be that bold to obey it. Okay. And so I'm, I'm trying to think it through and process it through. You know, I just broke up with somebody. I don't want it to look like I'm now. Nah, I'm now. Nah, I'm so desperate. I got to go to social media and get me a woman, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, I so I said, okay, Lord, 
if if this is you speaking, all jokes aside, I'll obey. Mm-hmm. So he said, just like you're doing right now, I put her in your heart to think about her. You tell her that you're thinking about her right now. So I sent her a message. I, I, and, and when I sent the message and it was delivered, the peace overcame me, bro. Mm, that's good. I couldn't believe it. I was like, okay, it was like sending the message was a form of release. Mm-hmm. Most of us are looking for relief and God simply wants you just to release. Mm. You don't get the relief until you release. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it wasn't until I released that message into the atmosphere to her. Praise God that now, mind you, she didn't respond to other other messages. She responded to this one mm. right away. And I was actually shocked. And uh, so we, we just started talking, man, and on social media and going back and forth. And we haven't stopped talking since then, man. And uh, I finally did ask. I said, hey, you know, are you, if you don't mind me asking, are you single? Like, because mm-hmm. I don't want to be disrespectful. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So part of it was me being nosy because I'm like, hey, man, you got a man. I ain't playing no games. Yeah, I ain't trying to yeah. be all. But at the same time, I don't see no wedding ring on none of your pictures. So yeah. what's up? You know? <laughs> and so she responded and said that she was. And then from there, I still was skeptical. You know, it, I was still walking in that whole fearful, but trying God moment. Well, Lord, if it's really you, then let me see. If it, so I sent her the message. Okay. She responded. So then I'm like, okay, well, Lord, if it's really you, then, then prove yourself again. <laughs> so, you know, I kept on doing little things that would test our faith and our friendship. And it was like, I was actually becoming more attracted to her talking about the word. Oh, okay. You know? And so we hadn't, we hadn't seen each other since seven years prior. So I prayed and COVID now hit. So now you remember we're in 2021. So now March, remember I sent her that, that message right when COVID started. Oh, okay. So when things kind of went along, I, um, I I ended up, I'm sorry, excuse me, COVID started happening around 2020, yeah. March of there. Yeah. So a whole year was going, you know, going, going by. And 2021 is when things really started, they started lightly opening up. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I, I was praying and I, I hadn't flown nowhere. We were quarantined all in 2020. And I said, well, 2021, when after, after we, we talked a little bit, um, I think it was around April, around my birthday, where they were really kind of, they were still shaky about the numbers. You know, you, you only allow six people in in a whole building at one time yeah. kind of thing. So, you know, I, I said, well, you know, what are you doing the week of, you know, pretty much my birthday? I knew I had some downtime. And uh, so she said she was available. And I said, listen, no problem. If you're available, allow me to come to you and just show you a good time. You don't have to do nothing. She was mm-hmm. like, what? She, you know, you, you, wait a minute, hold on. You, you know where I'm at? I said, well, where are you? You know, she was like, well, I'm in Philadelphia. I said, okay, there ain't nothing but a flight, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, keep in mind, I wasn't flying, I wasn't going nowhere. I was religious <laughs> with this COVID stuff, man. I was like, yeah. you know what? I ain't going nowhere. I ain't, I ain't, I'm not engaging in nothing. I'm just going to stay quarantined, stay my tail inside, and stay yeah. healthy. And, um, but I prayed about it, and the Lord gave me the, the release to go again. And, uh, so I did, I went and, um, I planned out a time for us. I was only there for like two and a half days. You know, I was there, I flew in town 
and um, we met up. We had um, we had lunch in a garden. We enjoyed our time together, and the Lord really knitted our hearts together. And we were just it wasn't no funny business. It wasn't me going mm-hmm. out of town and and testing the waters to see yeah. you know hey if, if she's good in bed if I'm if I'm good in bed to her and and, and, and if it works then hey we could we can create something. No, this was I'm going to fly down there. I'm going to show you how a man should treat you, a godly man should treat you. And then if what I'm sensing is God, then we'll know. And if it's not, let's just forget it all happened. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I went, man, we had the time of our life. This was probably the best two and a half days I, I had in a long time. Awesome. I hadn't been on a vacation in 15 years at that time. Really? Uh, and I was always doing business meetings and traveling. Yeah. It was always about getting there, getting music done in studios, on the road, you know, award shows, and then boom, I'm back home. Yeah. But uh, I went and I was able to recreate. We we shared a lot of similarities. We both loved, you know, child, um, uh, our shrimp fried rice, and oh, gummy man. bears. And, <laughs> we, you know, we, we found out a lot of commonalities about each other, man. And so um, as I'm getting on the plane to come back home, I felt led to tell her that I loved her already. I like, because the Lord had knitted our hearts and keep in mind, we were already talking for a little bit more than two and a half months. And so after that, then I just stayed prayed up and I just made it my business to either fly to her biweekly for the next month and a half. And then I finally flew her here. And, uh, but instead of her staying with me or anything like that, I I just made sure she had a hotel and, you know, respected her and, you know, when, um, when we saw each other, I was able to pick her up. I was able to drop her off back to her room and then I went back to my apartment. I stayed there and and did as much as I could, man, to make sure that she knew um that this was not just to impress you, but this is just who I am. You know. And I want you to know that I'm I'm gonna respect you. I had a chance to meet her dad. I had a chance to uh I tried to call her brothers and and to share with them as well. Hey, just want y'all to know the environment that she's in. She's protected. Like Men of God have to learn how to treat women mm-hmm. um, like queens. Yeah, you know what I mean, and 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 truly not be abusive and not be manipulative. You know, she come to find out I had learned that she had just lost a dear friend. She was out of a relationship that she was in and thought that was her husband as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like it's unfair to women to give them always watch this what they want. But learn how to give them what they need to, because mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. they because they pretty and they gorgeous on the outside don't mean they don't want it either. Yeah, they want they want some of the things we want, man. Yeah, yeah, they're attracted just like we are. Yeah. They are engaging as we are. But the thing is, is we have to learn how as men to be their compass and to be their teacher. Mm, yeah. And as a stand up guy, will never lose the heart of a woman that wants to follow him. Mm. When you are a real man about it and you really opening doors for them and bringing them flowers and it's not just a show. It's just I need you to know that you are respected here in this place. I don't know the trauma you dealt with with another man that was narcissistic who tried to sleep with you and manipulate you and and called you by every name except your real name. Mm -hmm. Like men are the lessons that are to be learned. You know. We can school our women and our sisters in Christ by showing them a way they have never seen before. Mm-hmm. And they can get mad. They can get upset. They can be, I got my own job. I got my own money. I got my own bills. I got my own business. 
that's not a problem at all. I'm not threatened by that, ma'am. But what I what I would like to show you and like what I would like to teach you is how to be treated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Let's just narrow this down to the science of treatment. And I'm and even if it don't work out, at least you'll always remember, man, he treated me well. He treated me right. And that's what women want. They want to be treated well and they want to trust. Yeah, you know, and I think that's one of the frustrations of our sisters, man. That I can hear their cries out to God is, I'm frustrated, Ryan. I'm frustrated, Chaz. I don't yeah. see enough men that treat me right, and men that I trust. Yeah. So dating is difficult. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go to uh, to the same sex. Yeah, I'm gonna go mm-hmm. date a dog. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna go. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All kind of weird, crazy stuff out here nowadays. And now. They're doing things out of curiosity instead of covenant. Mm-hmm. They they don't want to be the way they are. They're just doing it because they're curious. What is another life going to offer me? Yeah. Versus what God and that's called sin. Yeah. That's that's when sin now takes place, man. Um, and so that's that was our story, man. And the Lord blessed us, man. And so now we we've, we've been married now for two years, man. And the Lord is blessing us, man. And um. You know, I thank God for her and she's she's been definitely an encouragement uh, and been able to support uh, me as well. And, and I'm able to support her. We share a lot of similar uh, views on God. That's another thing that was a blessing. You know, we were able to talk about everything. We mm-hmm. talked about sex. We talked about money. We talked about um, um, doctrine and the word. We mm-hmm. talked about families. We talked about everything, man, before getting married. And that was important. And I think most times we jump in beds and we jump in rooms without having discussions. Yeah. You know, I need you. I need to know this about you. I need to know how do you act on a day that is frustrating at work, but we still together. You mm-hmm. know, I need to know that you can trust me and I can trust you that we have a hard day. But you see another fine man sitting across the, the park over there, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, you need to be able to trust me that we upset at each other and I have to speak at a conference. But there's a couple of sisters that serve in the table today. You know what I mean? We're not around each other. We mm-hmm. we have integrity. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that that's only being built when you discover each other. That's good. That's good. You know, and, and you know uh, Drew and I were talking about um, how, how we were, you know, when we had that session at the church and, you know, that was the, the, the night that. You know, you asked for forgiveness. You had all the men ask for forgiveness. And that was that was kind of that was the example. You know, that night was an example of what you were saying is like a lot of women in that room were really hurt by me. Right. So, and so, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm you know, and they really appreciate us doing that. So that was that was uh, that was. I know you were led by the Holy Spirit to do that, but you know that, that that a lot of guys are hurting women, and they're you know they're yeah. making them uh, a certain way, you know, making right. them you know harden their hearts or their attitudes, or you know, not, right. not being you know that woman that they need to be. They kind of right. you know guarded or walled, or you know, it's just hardened, you know. Right. Truth. That's a very good point, man. That's a very good point. And I have to agree with that, you know, and, and I do. I I, I want to perpetuate that, man, that message now and take the opportunity to say to any woman that's listening uh, right now and watching or, or 
you know, you're you're kind of on the edge of your seat, but at the same time, you're saying, man, how do I know that this is for me? How do I know that this message is not just another message that I'm hearing? It just, I mean, it sounds good, Brother Ryan and Brother Chaz, but, you know, how do I know this is for me? Mm-hmm. It, it, it can be for you, but um, what you have to realize, my sisters, is that you're only going to experience what you allow yourself to experience in life. And that's the same for us as men. You know, um, and so I want to take the opportunity to repent to all the sisters, man, that have been violated emotionally, spiritually, sexually, socially. Um, You've been manipulated. You've been hoodwinked. You've been bamboozled. And, you know, you you gave your all. You gave your heart, man. And now you stand in there looking like (laughs) for what, you know, Uh, if he never comes back to you and say this, man, on behalf of my brother Chaz and myself tonight and before God, we are asking that you will forgive us uh, and proxy of those men, mm-hmm. of those fathers, of those uncles, yeah. of those rapers, of those molesters, of those liars, that they will never come back and say that. But we want you to walk in true freedom. Hallelujah. Tonight, today, this morning, whenever you're listening and watching that you you can't be controlled by what happened to you, you can be controlled by what you allow to happen after. And so you forgiving and you moving forward, it's not just for them. It's for you too, sis. It's for you too, bro. So um, I'm, I'm asking that the blessing of the Lord will over, overwhelm you, uh, my sisters and brothers, and that you all would be able to walk in true freedom. And when you release that thing and let it go, then God will bring you the desires of your heart. And you'll be able to, like me, experience love that you 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 couldn't read about this, you you couldn't you can you couldn't watch this in a movie. You can really experience it for yourself in life. Um, and every person that's listening, I pray that 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 blessing will be transferred the the way that's the awesome. Lord has blessed me, that it will be transferred to you. And what, there's no secret what God can do. What He's done for others, He can do for you as well. So when you trust God and you believe God and you you stand on His word, you don't bend, you don't bow, you don't compromise, you don't. You don't let the standard be lowered because you're desperate. You can't you can't let the standard be lowered because you're desperate mm-hmm. for a person. You've got to be desperate for the will of God, that's just true. as much as you are for a person. And when you slow it down, that's when God's going to speed it up. Mm-hmm. But if you speed it up, then God's going to slow it down. <laughs> I, need, <laughs> wants, I needed that. <laughs> amen. I oh, man. That. Wow. Praise God, bro. I needed that. Amen. And and that we all need that, man. It, there's people that's married now. They married to the wrong person. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, I don't I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I mean that they did not take the time to study before they jumped that room. Mm-hmm. They didn't they didn't get a chance to ask questions. They did all the answering first. They asking questions later. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so we want to be that. That's why my wife waited so long. That's why I waited so long, man. It mm-hmm. was having a man wasn't a problem for her. Yeah. Having a woman wasn't a problem for me. But the but what the issue was is having the right one. Having mm-hmm. somebody that you can co labor with, that you can co exist with, somebody that you can co operate. And that's one of the things God showed me as a single man is when He created Adam, He created Adam to operate. Mm-hmm. When he created Eve, it was for her to call, yeah. operate. That's good. And that's all. That's all, man. It's about your function. It's about your operation in that function. 
You know, and this is clearly a difference between a man and a woman. It's clearly this. There's a reason why God said that I that 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 He made man, male and female. Mm-hmm. There's a there's there's a there's a reason why He created the difference. They're not the same. No, they never will be the same. Yeah. There's there's a reason why He did that. Is because He He wanted to demonstrate the art of His sovereignty and the difference of us. He's God. You can't explain that, man. That's good. It can't be explained. It can only be experienced. And so that's that's my testimony, man. And that and that's what I'm wanted to share with the people of God. And I, I pray that that every person that's listening, man, that does desire God's best for them, that they will be able to experience it in this lifetime. That's good. That's good. Amen. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, man, bro, I really appreciate your time, man. I, I, I man. Really appreciate you. I had a good time with you today, man. Me too, and I always enjoy you, Chaz. We, what's funny is, man, for the listening audience, for folks that don't know, Chaz and I, we we had these little moments sometimes that just, yeah. they just get so good yeah, yeah. that the time leaves us, yeah, man. man. It just it, leaves yeah. us. Yeah, so, you know, this is true brotherhood, man. So I, I appreciate you for thinking of me to, oh, to yeah. be a part of this yeah. podcast, and, and I pray that this podcast will reach millions of millions and yeah, millions I, yeah. of listeners, bro. Cause I, I, I taught, I seen Kanita at church yesterday. I said, I gotta get, I gotta have her on too, to get her, her side. Of Absolutely. It. I, I would love to, 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 to link up with her so she can share the, the, the woman side of, of right. you know, the thing, you know, I'm um, sure she would love to. Yeah. Man. Yeah. She says she's going to do that. So I, I know she's Amen. busy and, you know, busy traveling, doing her thing. So I know we are, eventually connect but um this is yes, yeah this is in my humble opinion with Chaz douglas i had ryan minister ryan rutley on with me today my brother ryan rutley yes, sir. so um please go on chaz dot com and and um you know send me some if you got a story that that you want to share uh please go on chazdouglas.com and, and write a review send me an email i love to to work with you to get that out um again Bro, I appreciate you, man, and, and um, man, my pleasure. Know, yeah, we'll connect, man. Thank you. We are, we own. My pleasure, indeed. Thank you again for all you do, man, and keep, 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 keep building this part of the kingdom, bro. We need yeah. you, brother. We I'm need you, and I'm proud of you. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. You're welcome.